0: Yo! What's going on everybody? Leafu here. Welcome back to another episode of the No Style Podcast. This is episode 4 and I want to talk about how I develop my business acumen through observation. So, before we get started with today's podcast, I just want to put a quick disclaimer out there that this is not intended to be any This is not intended to be any financial, legal, or fitness advice. For any of these, please inquire with a licensed professional. Now that we got that out of the way, I just want to talk about um, my business acumen, you know? So I studied computer science in college, but I've always been very interested in business, but I never really studied or took classes in economics. I took two classes, towards the end of my junior year, but, you know, I never really formally studied it, but I'm very, I would say I have a good amount of business knowledge, so I'm going to tell you guys how I've acquired that, you know, not not a lot of people know this story, and that's why I'm doing this podcast, so we could break bread, and I could spread some knowledge, and hopefully you guys find it interesting, so... Going to college, I was majoring in computer science as a freshman and I had no intentions of starting a business. But one day in the in the freshman orientation, I came across the economics, business, and finance society. And I joined. You know, I found it interesting. I loved really talk about business with the guys and everybody in that club. I was there for a year. And you know, it sparked my interest. Um but for some reason, I had an inkling. I was like, hmm, you should be a software engineer who knows a little bit about business, you know, for whatever reason. I was just like, let me do it. So I told myself, I go to school in Harlem. I take the train from South Brooklyn all the way uptown to Harlem. And I pass by Soho, right? And I pass by 34th Street, Herald Square, where the big Macy's is. I pass by Times Square. Let me just take one day a week, right? Once a week." After school, I get off the train at a Soho, a 34th Street, or 42nd Street Times Square. And let me just walk around all these stores and just observe what they're doing. Because if you have a retail store in these very (laughs) expensive and high-rent locations... You got to be doing something right. <laughs> or you're not going to last very long. So I did that. I first went to Soho. I remember I bought a box of halal food. And I got combo over rice, which is chicken and lamb over rice. And I didn't even know what I was looking for. I was just standing there. And I remember just seeing that people had Balenciagas on their feet. Like some people had Balenciagas. And... Yeah, so that was the first time I did it, and I was just walking around these stores, and I was like, "Oh, this 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 All Saints store has clothing that's more expensive than Uniqlo, and and so and so." And then I started doing it more and more, um, but initially, I it was very, just very very surface level observations, right? Like, um, young people like to wear Stan Smiths, you know, stuff like that, but. As I've started going more and more, um, I started just noticing the details, right? And why, why is, are they doing this the way they are doing it? And it wasn't until my sophomore year when I joined your entrepreneurship club at CCNY. And I had a free ticket to the entrepreneur conference. So Entrepreneur is a magazine, Entrepreneur Magazine. So I went to the conference. And it really piqued my interest in entrepreneurship. I love the energy of a lot of the entrepreneurs, and it was just my kind of vibe. So I started doing that more and more. I would go to Baruch and I'd walk around, see what it is, right? Like, this was back in probably like 2018, 2019. How are they selling juice for $8? Right? Fresh pressed juice for $8, right? Like, how? You know? And like I remember I used to take like, take the picture of the menu, but I think over time, you know, just you keep on putting those repetitions in, you keep on looking. Um whenever I'll get a sandwich at the, the deli while I'm waiting for my sandwich, I will walk around the store and just see, oh, where they're selling, right? Like um a Dominican deli might have more Dominican products, Dominican snacks, Spanish snacks than You know, an Arabic deli, right? Opened by an Arabic guy. And how many drinks did they have, right? How many different flavors of Coca-Cola product did they have? They had Sprite, okay? They had Coca-Cola. They had Diet Coke, Diet Sprite, okay? They had Fanta, you know? Like, how many, right? And usually it was six. And just learn more and more. And I was also reading a lot of business books. You know, I was reading... Books on um, acquiring customers, like Never Lose a Customer Again. I read a book on authenticity, the Kim Kardashian principle. I read a lot of these books on leadership. And you learn all the stuff in the books, but you want to see in the real world. So that's what I did. You know, I tried to apply it, you know. Like, I was also watching a lot of Shark Tank. So for those who don't know, Shark Tank... It's kind of a reality-based show where entrepreneurs pitch their business to the sharks and these sharks' um, investors in the hopes that they invest in their business. I'm like, alright, I sell this product, right? And this is my company, this hair product, and my sales are $200,000 of revenue, and I'm looking for, I don't know, $200,000 for... A twenty percent stake in my business, right? And slowly, slowly, I would I would watch this Shark Tank religiously. I watch almost every episode of every season. And I got to a point where it was just kind of like too surface level for me. So I started reading more books, like books by the biography of Starbucks founder, um, you know Netflix founder, you know Damon John. All these people. And I was just very interested, you know, and it was fascinating. I was reading books on trust, the speed of trust. And a lot of this was theory. I'm going to admit it, right? Like I'd never worked in a retail store. um, But just through my freshman, sophomore, and junior year of college, like before uh, the pandemic hit, every Friday, right? I would have a full day of school, get off Get off chemistry class at around four thirty, eat with friends probably like five thirty, five forty five, and we'll take the train, and I will go to somewhere different, right? Like I'll go to Soho, okay? I'll I'll go to Dumbo, Brooklyn, down to Manhattan Bridge, overpass, and I'll just observe. Like every time I'll go eat somewhere, I'll just be observing what they're doing. Okay, oh, well, like who who sh- who's buying here? Uh, who buys what? Right? Like it's always interesting to me what food, um, somebody ordered um this location. What kind of what demographic lives in this location. You know, it was very, very interesting to me. And one day, as I've mentioned in how I started reselling Amelia Andor, in episode two of this podcast, one day I started reselling streetwear and ground. And at the time I was just trying to make some money. But I realized that I was talking to prospective customers from all across the country. And then while I was starting to do international shipping all around the world. And if I make 10 sales, I'm not only talking to 10 people, right? It's probably more, like, I'm probably talking to 20, 25 people for every 10 sales, right? I'm being conservative, right? Um, so I'm tra- interacting with all these different people and just learning about it. And it helped, like, all this theory I learned from these books, and observing, I got to apply some of it. And then once you apply it, you see what works, what doesn't work, what you need to change. Um, Let me give you a good example, right? I remember I went to Uniqlo, and I walked in, and there was a very uh, good-looking woman who was a sales associate there, And she just stood there and just said hello to everybody that walks in the store, right? And she's a very good-looking woman. And what I realized was, you know, that's all about customer experience, right? Like, maybe for the female shoppers, it doesn't really affect them. But for the male shoppers, you walk in, you're greeted by, you know, a beautiful woman. And, you know, you instantly feel good. And what do you to do when you feel good, you know, you loosen up, spend a little bit of money and it makes the store more money, you know, but that was after probably three, four years of observation where I saw that I walked in 10 seconds later, I knew that was what they were doing and that took me years, you know, and I remember one day, I was walking to the train station, I was talking to an economics major. i um, only seen this person once. I was like, hey, like, study business. You should go down to Soho and 34th and just walk around and observe these stores." And he was like, no, that's... I don't do that. And I was like, what? I thought all business majors did that. And that's when I knew that um, they sent me apart, you know? Um, I, I had some validation from this because I took an entrepreneurship class my junior year and you know i got permission from the economics department to allow me to take this 400 level entrepreneurship course without the requirements because i read a lot of these books and the head gave me the okay so i remember the first day i was in the class i was a junior and a lot of my my classmates were seniors studying economics and the professor Asked if I want to be captain of my team. I never took an economics class before, but I think it was through me doing YouTube, through me reselling, observing a lot, and ultimately just having an interest, right? Like, if you're learning about this every second of the day, right? Like, when I'm at the deli, I'm learning this stuff, right? Like, I'm always talking about this stuff, and yeah, I'm very glad, you know, I'm very glad. Um, I've developed this business acumen because that's always been my passion. While well, learning, you know, like it's always been my passion, and for better or for worse, right? Like, obviously, sometimes my career prospects definitely in regards to software engineering could be a lot better if I just focus on that one thing. But my heart's not really all in on that, right? Like, I feel like entrepreneurship is just a challenge, and it's fun, you know, like. There's a lot of highs, a lot of lows, but, you know, the one thing about it is you're never bored. (laughs) And that's just what I like about it. So for those that's trying to learn about entrepreneurship and business and don't know where to start, this is what I tell people. If, If you want to open a coffee shop, right, like a cafe, like nowadays in New York City, you got... Cafe's charging six, seven, eight dollars for a cup of coffee, right um <laughs> and yeah, people buy it, so all right you want to open a shop like that, right, like a more boutique upscale coffee shop where do you start right well, ideally, you would work as a barista, right first, right, learn to trade um but say you don't have the time to do that, then you would. I would suggest you just go to different cafes across the city, right? Like, first start around the cafes around your home, right? Go to a different one every time you get a coffee, right? And just sit there and drink the coffee, right? Sit there for 20 minutes, right? Drink your coffee. What kind of people come in here and get the coffee? What kind of people are sitting down and doing work? What kind of people are just getting it to go, right? How much are people ordering? Are they ordering a pastry with it, right? Like... My friends will be surprised, but <laughs> whenever we go to a restaurant, I'm usually the first one in the door with the group, and it's kind of a selfish decision. But I like to pick my seat where I can see the entire restaurant. Right? I don't like my back facing the cashier because I want to see the cashier. I want to see the people walking in, the people walking out, the waiters, the staff, um, the waitresses, and you learn this stuff. That's why I don't really like going to the same place over and over again to eat. You know, if there's a place I want to try and my friends are down to try it, let's do it. But if they want to eat at the same spot, that's okay too. Because when I go out with friends, my main objective is not business, right? It's to hang out. But if I'm already there, I'm going to be observant. You know, I'm going to pay attention to detail because this is what I'm passionate about. So I would suggest you just, so back to the coffee shop thing is, so, you all right, so go to all these coffee shops, and you definitely got to buy coffee, right? You can't judge the quality of a coffee shop without having some of the coffee, right? <laughs> and what I also learned is I like to go to a lot of these different stores, right? Like, I used to go to Soho, and I'll go to, like, sometimes 8 to 10 stores, walk around, see what's popping, right? Different seasons have... Stores display the different different product, right? Difference between spring, summer, fall, winter. um Different promotions during the year. Different holidays. Different day of the week, right? The amount of traffic a store gets on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, is much different from Monday to Thursday, right? Time of day, right? So it's very interesting, you know? And you have to know a lot. I mean, you don't have to. It definitely helps to know a lot of these nuances, right? Because when you do start a business, when you're putting a lot of money into it, a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of opportunity costs, right? And you want to give yourself the best chance, right? So you want to be prepared. So back to the coffee analogy, all right? So you go into a different shop, right? You're drinking the coffee, all right? But all this is kind of surface level, right? All right, so what can I do that I can learn a bit more about the business. Well, you can ask the barista questions, right? Like, oh, where's this coffee from? What time do you guys open and what time do you guys close, right? Don't ask no nothing crazy like, oh, how much do you guys make per coffee? They're not gonna tell you. But you could be like, oh, um, you you think the pastry goes good with this, right? Like, whatever. And what I realized is, going to a lot of these stores, eight to 10 stores, whenever I go out to Soho and 34th Street, is you often learn a lot more from bad experiences than the good experiences. That's why I'm never rattled. I never get pissed off whenever like, I get a, encounter a bad experience because although I don't go hunting for bad experiences, it's a lesson, something I can learn, right? Like something what not to do. I can't really tell you guys what to do. But sometimes I could tell you what not to do, right? And when you learn, it's a lesson. It's a blessing, you know? You actually understand it, you know, experienced it. And that's something a book can't really teach you. You know, I'm not saying don't go to college. Right? I'm saying go to college, get that theory, learn the theory from the books, get that knowledge. But go out on the real world and try to see it, try to observe it, try to apply it, right? There's a difference between knowing something, right? Having the knowledge... Right Knowledge comes from the word know, Right And Understanding something And I'm a lifelong learner I'm not gonna like Sit here and be like Oh I know everything I don't know that much You know But what I do know Is I have to keep learning And Just a little bit Day by day And I think this It helps that I'm passionate about this stuff Right I'm actively learning I'm listening to business podcasts I'm listening to entrepreneurial journeys I'm reading biographies, right? You can I I find a lot of, you know I learn a lot about leadership, communication, teamwork, you know, through the game of basketball as well. So you know you can find this in all aspects of life. Um, but yeah, that's how I develop my business at acumen. You know, just always looking a little deeper than the surface and being observant. You know. Um, It also helps to have like amazing memory. Like I remember the prices of everything. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. But how long has this episode been? 19 minutes. Um, I hope I didn't ramble too much. But um, yeah, that is how I developed my business acumen. I still have a long way to go. Um, But I will say is whatever you like to do, whatever you're passionate about, even if that's not what you do for a living, I would say continue doing it, you know. And keep working on that side hustle. Alright, and eventually, if all goes well, a little luck, a little hard work, it could become your main hustle, alright. But it's definitely not easy, you know. Um, I'm going to leave you guys with this. So, you know, there's a lot of content on the internet saying, like, college is useless. You know, like, you don't need a college degree to be successful. And I just graduated with my degree in computer science in 2021, June. So what I will say is if you want to get a great job that pays well, job, right? J-O-B, working for someone else, 95 to 99% of the time you need a degree, right? To get that job, right? Sometimes it's just the the base level requirement. But if you want to be an entrepreneur and start your own business, you don't need it you don't technically need a degree because um, when you apply for an LLC, they don't ask you, hey, do you have your degree? But, it is, it's not like you could just be lazy and not know anything and think you could succeed in business. You know, you have to put in the work, as with everything. You know, you can't cheat the grind. But yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast and maybe there might be more episodes this week, I don't know. But, Make sure to leave a five-star review if you enjoyed. Rate, me, rate this podcast on Spotify. And as always, have a blessed day. I'm Lee Fu and I'm out. Peace.